You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. Our title sponsor on today's show is our good friends at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out online at rockauto.com. A lot to get to on a Monday edition of the show. BYU, in terms of their scheduling, they officially added the Western Kentucky Halloween date. We'll also talk about what might be coming next for BYU, as they reportedly have eight games scheduled, but only six officially announced. We'll run all of that down for you guys on today's show, as well as catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news from this past weekend. A position change in the NFL for a former Cougar. Taysom Hill welcomes his son into the world. So a lot to get to on a Monday edition of the show. It's brought to you today as well by our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you about them here in just a little bit. And with that rundown out of the way, let's get to it here. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast for August 24th, 2020. What's up, friends? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download your daily podcast, Focus on the BYU Cougars, with us here. Hopefully, you guys all had a great weekend. I was out and about a lot helping my brother move. I've got a brother moving north to Logan, Utah. I know it sounds weird, but got a job up there, so we're helping him get things situated at his home and also spent some time out on the links with some guys that I work with. And my father. So my apologies for not having a podcast over the weekend. I'll do better to get more of those in coming weekends, but I am a husband and a father first and foremost, and makes for my life to be a little bit hectic on the weekends with all the different things going on. But regardless, I hope your guys' weekend was fantastic. Hopefully you guys had a lot of fun out there in the sun. And let's talk some BYU sports, shall we? On Friday, BYU officially announced the addition of the Western Kentucky game that had been reported by Brett McMurphy and others earlier on last week week. That game will be taking on Hallow- taking place, excuse me, on Halloween at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I think it's a fantastic addition to the BYU roster of games this fall. Obviously, the schedule that BYU had originally couldn't have been beat. It was probably the best schedule in terms of on paper that BYU had ever put together. Six power five teams. But as Dick Harmon wrote in the Deseret News yesterday, what Tom Homo and Dallin Moody to a lesser degree, and I shouldn't say lesser degree, Dallin Moody, if you don't know that name, is actually the Associate Athletic Director at BYU for football scheduling. His job, day in and day out, is to put together games for the BYU football program. Talk about a pretty sweet gig, you think? But the work that he and Tom Homo have done over the past few weeks to put a schedule together on the fly for BYU has been nothing short of remarkable. The fact that they BYU went from having, what, two games at the bare minimum, maybe three actually, at the bare minimum, now up to eight games officially. And of course, the Texas State and U- University of Texas San Antonio games have not been officially announced by BYU. But in talking with some people around the program over the weekend, it's a matter of when, not if th- those games will be announced. That would give BYU officially eight games on the schedule. I'm hearing at least two more in the are in the works. That puts BYU at what I thought they would end up playing 10 games, but why stop there? If you can schedule up to 12 games, might as well do it. I'm a broken record on this point. The fact that BYU is pushing forward to play football this fall is awesome. 
There's no doubt about that. And I look forward to seeing BYU play games. What are we, 14 days away from BYU and Navy kicking things off? And that's just crazy to think that we're that close to football starting. Who knows how the rest of the season is going to play out. But I'm looking at this right now in terms of how uh, the high school ranks in Utah have gone with playing games for the, through the first two weeks. Relatively low uh, cancellation numbers. Only two games that I'm aware of currently have been canceled in Utah high school football. I understand that the travel in high school football in a, in, inside a state versus this, where BYU will be traveling cross-country to Annapolis, going to West Point, but also having six other programs traveling in from out of the state to play BYU, that's a whole other can of worms in terms of potential infections, uh, the COVID-19 restrictions, all the different things that go into that. But I look at this, and I'm glad BYU is pushing forward. I think that BYU's played this the right way. They've been very smart about how they've been testing players, making sure that they keep them safe. If a player exhibits symptoms, they're immediately sent home and told, you know what, you need to stay away until you are negatively tested at least twice. Kind of the way that things you would expect to go. And I just look at this, and I think it's a win-win scenario for BYU. Some of the slots they've gotten for TV so far, especially the Navy and Army games, are going to put them in front of millions of people who may not otherwise see BYU in action at any point in a given football season. I just can't look at this and think, you know what? There's a downside to any of this for BYU football. They've played things the right way. They were very smart about how they made sure players were being smart in terms of their interactions day to day. I think they've been very straightforward with their players as well. Speaking of Kalani Satake and his staff, telling these young men, you know what? If you want to play football this fall, it's on you guys. You guys need to be smart. You can't be going out to parties. You guys cannot be fraternizing with people willy-nilly all over the place. You cannot do that because you expose yourself to potential infection from this virus. And if you test positive for this virus and you spread it through this team, well, guess what? Things get shut down. I like how BYU's approached things. They've been very smart, very deliberate, and made sure that everything goes the way that they have been hoping it would go. And so far, it's come up sixes for them. They've absolutely been money on this, and I hope it continues to go positive. It has a positive outlook for them, and they can play this football season. I am looking forward to seeing this team in action. I have said this since the beginning of the offseason. I am extremely bullish on BYU this fall. Now, with the schedule they were going up against versus what they're currently going to face, uh, there's a difference in terms of uh, expectations, win expectations for BYU. Because when you face six power five opponents, plus some of the cream of the crop of the G5, or speaking of Boise State, etc., a seven or eight win season probably would be acceptable under the circumstances that it looked like at one point for BYU. Now, with the current schedule BYU's got put together, all the teams are considered G5. You're probably looking at this among those eight games, seven and one, probably the expectation. BYU should challenge for double-digit wins this year. I understand programs like Troy have got a strong winning tradition. Navy won 10 games a year ago. Army has won 10 games recently in the last two or three years. Uh, you've got a Western Kentucky team that's got plenty of talent in their own right. Tyson Helton, the brother of USC head coach, Clay Helton, the head coach out there, they've won nine games recently. So there's a lot of talent amongst the uh, setup for BYU on their current schedule. But I look at it, and right now, based on how things look on paper and with how, how bullish I am on BYU in terms of their overall ability as a team, yeah, amongst the eight games currently BYU's got scheduled, 
I think a six and two, eight and one is like kind of the bare minimum of, of acceptable win totals for BYU. You guys may disagree with that, but I hope not because I think the expectation is for BYU if they continue to put together a schedule like they've currently got, they may not have a P five on it. Yeah, well, 10 wins is probably going to be kind of the benchmark of where you think BYU should end up this year. I'm extremely excited to see this team in action. I really feel like BYU's got a ton of talent and a ton of opportunity here to really go out and make a massive impression. And I just, I I couldn't be more excited the fact that we are two weeks away from BYU kicking off their season. It seems like it's been an eternity. COVID-19 has made this... uh, six month span or however long it's been feel like it's been years i think i don't think i'm alone in in saying that but the nice part is byu football is on the way two weeks away from today we'll be doing a preview episode getting ready for byu and navy to kick off the season man i am ready for that all right uh we'll continue on with the byu football theme of things coming up here in just a second you talk about some former cougars and the pros guys in the nfl and nfl training camps the news surrounding them we'll catch up on all of that here in just a moment today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at rockauto.com guys i've told you a lot about this company recently but i'm going to continue to sound like a broken record when i say it's the best place to get all the parts your car truck or suv you will ever need many of you out there probably do your own oil i uh, tried to fix everything on your car to save some money well guess what rockauto.com is another way to save money on the parts you need to do those different tasks you do on your car whether you got a truck an suv a muscle car a classic that you're restoring rockauto.com is your online resource for all those parts you could ever need you need a specific type of motor oil you're trying to replace a transmission no matter what it is rockauto.com is the answer for you guys check it out i promise you will not be disappointed you can customize your experience on rockauto.com you can search by your model for your car all the manufacturers that make the parts for your car will pop up and then you search simply say okay this is the specifications i'm looking for i'm looking for the lowest price no matter what it is it's completely customizable to what you're trying to do guys it's a fantastic resource i would encourage you guys to check it out and the best part about it all it's shipped directly to your door no need to join a special club to save the extra money it's reliably low pricing every day on rockauto.com and like i said Ship directly to your door. It's right there for you guys to get started on your next project. So check it out. That's rockauto.com. Make sure to mention Locked On and How Did You Hear About Us box when you stop by. So that way they know that we sent you guys. Fantastic company, 20 plus years online, and they want to be your one-stop shop for all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. That's rockauto.com, reliably low pricing, all of the parts you'll ever need, and guess what? An amazing selection to boot. Check them out at rockauto.com, a proud partner of us here on Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. Well, college football is not the only sport that's getting ready for their upcoming season. The NFL, all 32 teams are currently preparing for their upcoming slate of games. And obviously, they've made headlines. That means former Cougars are all over the country preparing for the upcoming NFL season as well. So I wanted to catch you guys up on some of the news around BYU players, former Cougars in the pros, as we like to call them here on the podcast. And let's start off with a big congratulations to both Taysom and Emily Hill. Of course, Emily Nixon Hill is the... sister of former BYU linebacker David Nixon. Well, they had announced the addition of their new son, Bo Nixon Hill, to the Hill family. And big congratulations to Taysom. Becoming a first-time father is one of the most life-changing events any man will ever go through. Those of you that have children will completely understand what I'm talking about. And those of you who may be too young to have kids at this point, well, go ask your pops and say, you know what, how different was it once you had kids? 
I can tell you this much, having two of my own, it completely flipped my world upside down. And man, it's been a great run as a dad, but big congratulations to Taysom Hill. Obviously a quarterback with the New Orleans Saints in the middle of training camp, getting ready for an upcoming season. Going to be some long nights ahead for Taysom, I can tell you that much, because of course, newborns require a lot of work. They don't sleep through the night right away. And hey, this is a guy who's got an opportunity here to really cement himself as a potential star in the making in the NFL. And star is relative. Let's be real about this. Taysom is that do-everything guy for the New Orleans Saints. Returning kicks, blocking punts, throwing touchdown passes, running for touchdowns. He does it all. The big question mark about Taysom is, okay, Drew Brees, if he decides, you know what, this year I'm done or after next year because he's currently on a two-year deal with the New Orleans Saints, when does he end up stepping aside and does Taysom Hill immediately slot in as the next starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints and how will Taysom do? Well, so far in training camp, we've seen Taysom uncork some deep balls that look absolutely marvelous. His passing ability since he left BYU has been nothing short of remarkable. And I know that there are BYU fans out there that grumble, well, why couldn't he throw like this at BYU? I couldn't give you that answer. I can tell you this much, though. When guys get into the pro game, pro coaches do not make mistakes, or else their jobs are on the line. GMs don't make mistakes. Their jobs are on the line. They have to be the best talent evaluators they can possibly be. Sean Payton considered one of the masterminds of the quarterback position in terms of a coach. He knows what he's looking for in quarterbacks. And when he plucked Taysom Hill off of the uh, Green Bay Packers practice squad, he knew exactly what he was doing. He saw the tools that Taysom had as a player and said, you know what? We can work with this. And everything that Taysom has done to this point in his career, I think was something that Sean Payton saw in his head and said, you know what? I can use this. Now the next step for Taysom, Taysom over the next year or two whenever uh, Drew Brees decides to hang it up is to get himself into a position that whenever Drew Brees has that press conference and announced, I'm retiring from the game of football, well, guess what? Immediately, Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints come out and say, you know what? We have our quarterback in place. They're paying Taysom Hill as if he is going to be the next guy. A two-year, $21 million deal, they're not messing around here. They're not just giving him that type of money to say, you know what? Good job, Taysom. You deserve this. They see him as the future there, and hey, Bo Hill's going to jo- grow up with an NFL father, and he's got a lot of bloodlines. Like I said, Emily in her own right comes from a football family. David Nixon and, of course, his brothers have all been great college football players, played in the NFL for a time as well. So I just look at this as a big opportunity for the Hill family, and I'm guessing that Bo Hill, let's see, we're in 2020. So the class of 2039, I would hope the BYU football has a quarterback by the name of Bo Hill signing with them in their recruiting class. How does that sound? I think it'd be a fantastic thing. Another note for you guys on today's show is to talk, uh, go up to the New York Jets and talk about Bronson Kafusi. Adam Gaze, the new head coach up there. Well, I guess not the new head coach with the New York Jets, but the newer coach of the New York Jets has announced that Bronson Kafusi is actually going to play both sides of the ball this year. Okay, a little backstory on this. You guys may remember that I had Corbin Kafusi sit down with me for, I don't know how long, was it 40 plus minutes? We talked about all things football, his transformation from being a defensive end in college to now being an offensive tackle in the NFL. During the course of that conversation, actually 
off the mic when I was talking to Corbin. He told me, hey, uh, by the way, Bronson's going to play tight end for the New York Jets this year. And I immediately kind of sat up and said, what are you talking about? Because Bronson was just an absolute star for BYU defensive end. Any of you remember him? remember watching him play? Was a third-round draft picked by the Baltimore Ravens before breaking his ankle. Was expected to really just be a star in the making there. And he really was a guy that I thought could be an impact player at the NFL level. Well, when Bronson told me this, he said that the coaching staff last year, when he and so speaking of Corbin, as well as Bronson, both were on the practice squad for the New York Jets. Bronson was absolutely killing people, simulating opposing teams tight ends. Adam Gaze saw this and the rest of the coaching staff with the New York Jets and said, you know what? We actually are going to use you as a tight end for us next year. I think it was a marvelous decision because so far in training camp, Adam Gaze actually revealed this information about uh, Bronson making the shift to tight end just recently in a media interview. And I told Corbin, can I report this? And he said, no, I need you to keep it under wraps. And you know what? That's kind of the thing, way things go in the media world. There are certain times that guys will give you information and say, yeah, run with it. Go ahead and do your thing. There are other times you don't want to go out there and let people know. And I, I talked to Corbin. He said, once they reveal it in training camp, once the coaches announce it, feel free to talk about this. Tell the backstory on it, etc." It would have been fun to break the news, but I had to respect the wishes of Corbin. And I wish Bronson the best because it sounds like he's going to play both tight end and defensive end. I can tell you this much. Bronson Kafusi is a great athlete, and I actually think he'll turn heads as a tight end in the NFL. He's got the body for it. What, six foot eight, 270, 280 pounds? That's a monster body to put at tight end. But with how nimble he is as an athlete, I can tell you this much. Corbin is going to be, it's not Corbin, Bronson is going to be a marvelous addition to the offense for the New York Jets. I hope he gets his opportunity to really show what he can do. And I also wish Corbin nothing but the best. He's put on over 100 pounds, folks, to become an offensive tackle in the hopes that he can extend his NFL career. When he was cut by the New Orleans Saints in training camp a year ago, he filled in all kinds of calls about, hey, will this guy make the transition to offense to play offensive line for us? And Corbin took to it. He's been eating crazy amounts of food. Any of you who follow him on Instagram have seen what he's been trying to put down as he tries to gain the requisite weight to play offensive tackle. So now you've got uh, Corbin Kafusi, who stands nearly 6'10". He's not officially 6'10". He's 6'9 and change. And he's going to weigh 330 pounds playing offensive tackle for the New York Jets. I hope he makes the transition smoothly. Sounds like things have been going well so far, but I look forward to seeing his progression and both him and Bronson as they make the move to the offensive side of the ball. It's going to be fun to see the Kafusi boys who were defensive stars for BYU now playing offense for the New York Jets. Maybe the maybe the green and white out there, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 will now be in favor of former BYU defensive stars playing on the offensive side of the ball for the New York Jets, and I wish them nothing but the best as they continue to get ready for the upcoming season. So there you go. Some updates on former Cougars and the pros with NFL training camps underway. We'll, of course, track these guys throughout the upcoming year, bring you guys updates as we hear them, and, of course, break down everything for you going forward as well. All right, coming up here in just a second, we'll catch up on some other BYU sports news that we need to get to from the weekend that was. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. 
I've told you guys a lot about all guard pest control. I've told you I trust them to take care of my home for all the pest control needs that I have. But what I want to talk to you today about, about our good friends at all guard pest control is the fact that they offer unique service plans for all of their customers, especially right now during COVID-19. They want to make sure that you feel comfortable with them coming out and treating your home. They offer two uh, unique programs that I really like about what they do. One of them is a quarterly pest control program where the guys from all, where the guys from all guard will come out once every three months, treat your home, put that quote unquote barrier up around your home so that keeps everybody on the inside of your home safe and keeps the creepy crawly things on the outside away from you guys. But additionally, they also offer one-time services, guys. You have a one-time need. They'll come out and treat your house and make sure that you're taken care of that way and then leave you alone. This is not a company that's going to hound you day in and day out for quote unquote follow-up visits that they need to make sure that you're taken care of. That's what I love about All Guard Pest Control. This is a company who will make sure that your service fits what exactly what you're looking for. They're also taking the utmost precautions right now, wearing masks, wearing gloves amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. You want them just to treat the exterior of your home, not come on the inside? They will do that for you guys. This company is the best of the best. When you call Seth and his team, let them know that Locked On Cougar sent you, and they'll make sure that you are set up and taken care of, guys. You can call them anytime, 801-851-1812. That's 801-851-1812. Or you can search them out online at All Guard Pest Controls with an S, .com, allguardpestcontrols.com, guys. Fantastic company. I trust them to take care of my home. I hope you'll trust them to take care of yours as well. That's allguardpestcontrols.com. Once again, the phone number, 801-851-1812. That's our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. All right, before we go on today's show, I wanted to talk about something that inspired me last night. The Utah Jazz, for those of you who may not be paying attention, took a 3-1 series lead in their playoff series against the Denver Nuggets. I work in sports radio in the interest of full disclosure, and I work for the Utah Jazz organization. I officially work for Larry H. Miller Sports and Entertainment. That is the arm of the Larry H. Miller group of companies that also encompasses the Utah Jazz. So I work, in essence, for the Utah Jazz as their team, I guess, broadcaster. I'm a massive jazz fan. I freely acknowledge that. I grew up in the era of John Stockton and Carl Malone. Then back-to-back finals years were absolute torture for me as an 11 and 12-year-old, but Watching what the Jazz did last night and watching how the state of Utah has rallied around the Utah Jazz, as some of my co-workers, Patrick Kinahan in, in particular, will note all of the time, there's one unifying team in this beehive state, and that is the Utah Jazz. And some of you who may live outside this state probably don't understand this to the level that those of you that live in this state do, but when the Utah Jazz are in the NBA playoffs, there is nothing like it in this state. They're really the only game in town, the only team in town that all fans in this state that may not have other, I guess, uh, affiliation with another NBA team, excuse me, not an NFL team, NBA team, the Lakers maybe in particular, but they don't have an affiliation. The Utah Jazz are who everybody kind of coalesces around. They kind of come around this and they latch onto this team. This fall... BYU has an opportunity to do just that. I talked about in the first part of this podcast how BYU is putting together a schedule here, and now is the only team in the entire Western United States. Well, guess what? There are going to be more eyeballs from opposing fan bases who are rival fan bases of BYU's who are going to be paying close attention to the BYU football program this fall. This is a massive opportunity for BYU to pick up some fans, hopefully. And the biggest thing is that BYU needs to go out and win games. 
You win games, it correlates with you gaining more fans. I'm not going to say that BYU is going to go out there and convert legions of Utah, Utah State, Boise State, and X-whatever team out there's fans to become BYU fans. But there is a big opportunity here for BYU to be the only quote-unquote game in town this fall in the state of Utah, and it's something that they cannot waste at this juncture. Could something happen that forces the cancellation of the football season? Absolutely. I have still been expecting that every day since BYU started announcing more games to their schedule. I've been terrified it was going to get shut down and just kind of throw us all for a loop once again. I'm hopeful that the entire season plays out the way BYU envisions it playing out, and I have utmost confidence they're doing their part to make sure it plays out that way. There are other things that are out of their control. Nobody can control this microscopic virus. It's the simple truth of the matter. But similar to what the Utah Jazz have had going on for them, where the entire state of Utah just comes together to support this team, well, guess what? BYU has a similar opportunity here, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to say that they're going to have thousands and thousands of Aggie, Ute, and whatever other fan bases rooting for them week in and week out. There will be some that root for them. There are plenty of Utah State and Utah fans that when their team isn't playing BYU, they've root for the Cougars. I have no problem saying that. I also have no problem saying that there are BYU fans who support the Aggies, the Utes, the Wildcats, the Thunderbirds, whatever team out there when they're not playing the Cougars. I, I think that that actually happens more often than you might realize. But this fall, BYU has a massive, massive opportunity to gain a market share that may not ever happen again. How many people could have predicted that we were going to have this virus come out, a global pandemic that was going to just wreak havoc on our local sports scene? It's been absolutely insane to watch. It's been one of those crazy, where were you when this happened moments for me personally, and I'm sure you guys aren't alone in that. But the fact that BYU is going to play this fall, well, guess what? The Utah Jazz are going to finish things up here realistically probably in the next month at the very longest but when that's over BYU football is going to be playing and they should be playing and I'm excited for them to play because guess what there are going to be thousands of fans without a team quote-unquote this fall playing they're going to need somebody to watch and guess who's going to step into that void the Brigham Young University Cougars and I couldn't be more jacked for that I think it's a massive massive opportunity I am super excited to see how BYU does Now, it's incumbent upon the BYU football program to go out there and put a good product on the field. The way the schedule shapes up right now, it should work out that way. It should work out in their favor. And I couldn't be more happy to see things really rolling the way BYU envisioned it. It's it's nice to see. And like I said, I'm hopeful that it has a similar bump for BYU's popularity that the Utah Jazz get, it seems like, every time the NBA playoffs come around this state. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are looking forward to it. And I couldn't be more excited to be covering it this fall each and every day. So make sure you stick with us right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast every day as we have it covered for you from top to bottom. All right, that's going to do it for this Monday edition of the show. A big thank you once again for your continued support of this podcast. We can't do this without you guys. And a big thank you to all of you. We've seen our numbers for our listenership jump week over week over the past two months. And it's been awesome to see. And that's all credit to you guys for sharing sharing it with your family and friends and just downloading the show each and every day. Hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you get them. That way you never miss this podcast every day. And also make sure to follow follow the show on social media, excuse me. 
Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, at Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed, if you want my thoughts, is at Jacob C. Hatch. And also feel free to email us anytime. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. Have a great rest of your Monday whenever you hear this. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for August 24th, 2020. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.